0: This is SG2 Perspectives, a conversation with SG2 experts and industry thought leaders about the biggest trends in healthcare and what we expect that's going to mean for the future of healthcare delivery.
1: Many CEOs and Health System C-suite members recognize the connection between health disparities in their community and long-term health system success. We really see advancing health equity as a strategic goal for these organizations, and health system leadership defines their organizational ambition and their
2: role towards advancing towards this goal. Welcome to SG2 Perspectives. I'm your host, Jamie Zage. Health equity continues to be a topic of growing importance. In order to really move the needle on quality, it's important to address health disparities, and it's hard to know where to get started. Last fall, my colleagues Carol Kopaski and Eric Lamb led a group of 50 members through the Health Equity Strategy Accelerator, a program designed to help organizations find their focus. Know where to start or for those already invested in health equity work, where to go next in their market. Carol, let's start with the basics. Why is it so important for organizations to focus on health equity? It's
1: a really important question. And just to level set, I want to talk a little bit about what we mean by health equity. Health equity is the state in which everyone has the opportunity to attain their full health potential, and no one is disadvantaged from achieving this potential because of their social position or any other socially defined circumstance. Certainly the longstanding health disparities that were revealed throughout the pandemic have propelled health equity to a top concern for many healthcare executives. Many CEOs and health systems C-suite members recognize the connection between health disparities in their community and long-term health system success. They're seizing this opportunity for improvement, not only of their community's health, but also of their own health systems performance we really see advancing health equity as a strategic goal for these organizations. And health system leadership defines their organizational ambition and their role towards advancing towards this goal. One of the advantages by thinking about advancing health equity as a strategic goal is that we can align it with different business imperatives that we also introduced conceptually during the accelerator. In particular, we see that there's a lot of alignment between advancing health equity goals and other goals related to cost and quality improvement. Certainly opportunities to engage new consumer segments and drive market share, re-engaging with communities that we may not have historically have had as much success with engaging. We see opportunities for revenue diversification. This is an area where we're seeing a lot of investment, especially in the healthcare venture capital space. We also see it as an opportunity to mitigate some external pressures, such as the shift to risk-based payment, as well as some regulatory scrutiny that we see in some markets. But really underpinning it all is that alignment with community need. And we know that as health system leaders, we truly are the stewards of health for our community. And certainly, especially with the pandemic revealing that that staunch community need from a health perspective, there's a real opportunity and imperative for us to act in this space. Leadership is key to success, and so today, and especially for the 50 organizations that participated in the Strategy Accelerator, we see that that commitment from leadership is clear. The Accelerator provided health system leaders with a forum to help them find organizational clarity as they
2: begin on this journey. Thanks, Carol. It's so nice to see so many organizations making a commitment to this important work. Eric, what did we learn from the Health Equity Strategy Accelerator and how organizations can access their health equity needs?
0: yeah through the tool during the health equity accelerator we allowed organizations to first and foremost do a self-assessment of their ambition versus their readiness with regards to the ambition we use the address the line anchor framework where address is more internal focus looking at data collection patient engagement but the impact is limited and the investment required is also limited with regards to the line that's more when you get into working with community partners are you integrating patient and community data, demonstrating a return on investment, engaging key community stakeholders, and participating in community-based initiatives? The interventions around that line go beyond the clinical setting, but fall short of the final category, which is anchor. And that's the true investment in community-based initiatives, where you're demonstrating community improvement. This is hard because it requires cultural change. It requires a lot of resources and time commitment, and it relies on the relationship with community and businesses in the local market. After we look at the organization ambition, we take a look at readiness because ambition and readiness don't always align. We look at over 45 metrics that roll up into data collection and analysis, organization culture and practices, and finally community needs to identify gaps or areas of opportunity for the organization to bridge in order to best be positioned to pursue health equity initiatives. After we get a sense of the organization, we look at the community and we leverage a visiting vulnerability index around eight key vulnerability areas economic, health care access, neighborhood conditions, social environment, education, housing, clean environment, and transportation to identify what are the biggest vulnerabilities for my community. Lastly, after we understand the community vulnerabilities, we look at our own organization once again, because there's a lot of literature out there that point to certain clinical, operational, quality metrics that are tied to health equity. But the challenge is quantifying that relationship. We quantify which ones are actually related and have the strongest correlation between the organizational performance metrics versus the vulnerabilities. And the organizational performance metrics span across access, emissions, -emissions, re-emissions, follow-ups, patient satisfaction, prevalence, and utilization rates. And we allowed organizations to benchmark themselves, not only at their system level, but also at the hospital level to see how they're doing and what are areas of opportunity for their organization.
2: Thanks, Eric. Ambition, readiness, community need, and data are very important. What are some of the key findings from the data we captured during the Accelerator?
0: First and foremost is that most organizations are very early on in the health equity journey, whether it be because they recently added it or prioritized it in the strategic planning process, or had increased support from leadership, or established new teams around population health, equity, and DEIB. They all face similar challenges around data collection and analyzing the data, and also measuring success. When we drill down deeper into it and look at organization ambition, Also not surprising is that most of the organizations came back saying that they want to be all things to all patients in both their current state and their future state. They scored high in all three areas of address one anchor. The only exception was that some of the small and medium community hospitals indicated that they may not want to be the anchor for their community. Organizations also acknowledged that there might be a need to rethink their ambition because they can't do it all in one go whether it means going back to the drawing board and saying, what do we really want to be in the future? Or at the very least, prioritizing or putting realistic timelines on when or how they reach those milestones. You can't be propping up community initiatives if you don't understand your own patient population and have the means to collect and analyze and disseminate the data. When we switch over to the organization readiness, also not surprising was that only 20% of all the organizations scored outstanding. Most of the academic medical centers scored moderate overall, And then the large and small and mid-sized community hospitals scored in the opportunities for improvement category. Where they were doing well when we drilled down into it was data collection and stratification. They also had the organization culture, the leadership, and practices to pursue health equity initiatives. Where they're struggling is what to do with that data, whether it comes from validation or communicating that data internally across the organization or externally with community partners. That limits their ability to make sustainable changes and impact their community if they aren't able to understand the data. When we drilled down into the community assessment, we found that there was a large variation between not only markets within a health system, but within specific markets as they had the ability to drill down into the vulnerabilities at the zip code level of detail. They also found that organizations had the largest vulnerability in stable housing, reliable transportation, and clean environment. Lastly, when we look at the relationships between the organizational performance and the vulnerability needs of the communities, there was just an agreement that data is really hard to get. Data is not perfect and they need to get better at it. They were still surprised to see some of the quantified relationships between specific vulnerability factors and performance metrics. A great example is many organizations walked in thinking health insurance coverage and economics and education would be the biggest factors that are correlations to vulnerabilities. But when we look at some of the prevalence and utilization metrics, it was actually transportation that came up as the highest vulnerability that had a correlation to some of the performance metrics.
2: Wow, that was a lot of learning in six weeks. It seems like a lot of different opportunities were identified as well. Have we remained connected to these organizations? What are they telling us about what they learned?
0: First and foremost was the fact that they were able to converse with other organizations. They shared similar challenges and from there identified what's worked for their organization, what hasn't worked for the organizations, so that other organizations can take those learnings and apply to their initiatives or their strategic planning. Another area what we receive feedback from is the general understanding that data is not perfect, but we can't wait for perfect data to act. There's things they can do within their system to get to better consistency of data, how data is collected and measured and even asked when it comes to patient interaction. Even without that perfect data, organizations found that having a common framework from the accelerator was really helpful to understand and assess health equity needs. They also were able to have metrics to track performance and use self-assessments to define strategic direction and to track their improvements over time. Lastly, we heard organizations saying how they plan to use the tool to prioritize the metrics that they would use to track over time. And from those metrics, identify the specific community vulnerabilities that they might want to pursue through partnerships. After they identify the vulnerabilities and the measures they want to improve and the patient populations that improve, they went back to the community assessment to say, which geographical regions do I want to pilot or target or prioritize for these initiatives? And this gave organizations the ability to now down the strategic direction and start prioritizing which strategic initiatives they wanted to pursue.
2: Thanks, Eric. It's exciting to see how this work really accelerated the efforts of the participating organizations. Carol, as organizations find their focus, what are those key considerations?
1: There's a really key role for hospital and health system leaders in supporting and advancing this health equity work both on the internal health system side, as well as external in the community. When we look at the internal opportunities, we see certainly that health system leader role in defining and reinforcing the organizational ambition. They're going to be key in helping to align that ambition with the kind of scope they can really achieve, as well as aligning it with those other business imperatives we talked about earlier. We also see those health system leaders as being key to breaking down silos. This is really cross-team work, cross-collaborative work within the organization. And we see those leaders really being critical to help facilitate collaboration among some of those teams that may historically be siloed and adapt the organizational structure to support this kind of cross-collaborative work. The emphasis on meaningful measures is really critical here, and we see leaders playing a critical role in helping to strike that balance between pushing for better data or validated data and creating those processes to ensure that our data collection is really strong for health equity work, but also looking for those opportunities to measure success and performance today, striking that balance between the data we have on hand and taking action, as well as pushing always for improvement in the space. We also see it is important for leaders to maintain a realistic perspective of what is achievable. There's sometimes a mismatch between that ambition and our organizational readiness. So certainly we're going to look for those quick wins, but recognize that if we have ambitious goals, it will take time, especially if we have some work to do on ourselves in order to meet those goals. And then finally, on the internal side, there's that opportunity to take lead in framing and demonstrating the value impact to the board and other system leaders. The C-suite and the CEO in particular can be that leader in communicating how this work fits into overall organizational strategy and success. On the external side, we see healthcare leaders really being critical to lead and support partnership efforts with community leaders, local governments, and other healthcare organizations. This is really a work that takes an effort across the entire community, and we see health system leaders playing a critical role in forging those relationships. We also see as an opportunity for leaders to listen to community feedback, especially from communities that may not be as engaged with the health system today. What are those opportunities for dialogue? It sends a good message to the community to have the leaders on that front line listening to those needs. And then finally, we heard throughout the Accelerator some amazing examples of success and the work that already is being done by health systems in their communities. And we really think it's that leadership role to advocate and emphasize the work that's already being done by your health system in the community that helps to advance health equity for all. This is such important work, and we really think there's that critical role for health systems in advancing health equity.
2: Carol and Eric, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your insights on the Health Equity Strategy Accelerator. SG2 and Vizient are working hard to support organizations who want to make an impact on health equity in their communities, and we appreciate you sharing a little of how we are doing that. Thank you for listening to SG2 Perspectives. As always, I really value your feedback, input, comments, and ideas for episodes. And you can reach us at SG2 Perspectives at SG2.com. Additionally, I recommend that you check out some of the other Visient podcasts, which cover a range of clinical and operational areas. Those can be found at vizientinc.com
0: podcasts.